You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast on the Cleveland Browns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And with that, welcome in. Have Bone Thugs and Harmony out of Cleveland, Ohio, to welcome us into this Locked On Browns podcast. I'm your host, Jared Mueller. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Jared K Mueller. That's at J A R E D K M U E L L E R. And I thank you for stopping by to process the new, continued, whatever rumor way you want to talk about it about the Cleveland Browns acquiring one Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback out of New England. And so yesterday evening, I'm pulling it up as we speak, um, a guy I trust and know on Twitter, Benjamin Albright, uh, tweeted out that he expects, based on his conversations, for uh, the Cleveland Browns to end up with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm pulling up the tweet right now because I want to make sure that I credit him exactly how he said it. Got to go through a couple of different things. So at 12.04 yesterday, Ben Albright, who tweets at Albright, that's two L's, Bright NFL, uh, stated several NFL sources I've spoken to over the last week expect Jimmy Garoppolo to wind up with the Cleveland Browns. Now, a couple of things that we need to kind of unpack from this is first, who sent the tweet? What is the tweet actually saying? And what do we take from that? And so first, uh, Albright covers uh, sports, uh, the NFL, in a variety of ways. Uh, he is located in the Denver area. Uh, he has a radio show there and a variety of other things. Also, a military vet, uh, has some strong political opinions. So I just tell you all that just to know where you which you might be getting into following Albright on Twitter. He also, um, I'll use the word owned Tony Grossi earlier this offseason, probably about two, three weeks ago, related to quarterbacks and decisions and all kinds of different things like that. And so, uh, but Albright has broken a number of stories. Um, he has broken stories about players signing weeks in advance of their signings. He has broken stories regarding uh, moves, uh, by NFL franchises, where things were, those kind of things. So, uh, and he's done a pretty solid job. Um, and so, there are probably like anybody things that his sources have gotten wrong for him. But in general, general Albright has been pretty right on his uh, tweets, on his reports. What is interesting is that generally his reports are a little stronger than this. And what I mean by that is. You will see reports from him that say blank is signing with or the Rams are going to L.A. And so this tweet is not one of those tweets. And so um, if and when I have sources at different times, which is not a lot every once in a while, um, those will be tweeted out in ways that or reported in ways that um, obviously will be clear where that information is coming from with Albright. Um, he is making it clear here that the information is coming from several NFL sources and a key word here is expect. And so they, these NFL sources expect Jimmy Garoppolo to wind up with the Browns. Albright's not going to tweet this out if he heard from an agent. 
he's not going to tweet this out if he heard just from the Patriots. That might happen when you have national guys like Jason LaConforna, who seems to be all over the place when it comes to Garoppolo, including the, just uh, two days ago that the Bears were going to be all over him. Now, did Albright say Jimmy Garoppolo will be with the Browns? No. He didn't make a statement. He made a statement about what his sources expect to have happened. But there is some strength to that statement based on Albright's history. And so I trust his uh, report. Uh, his sources are, are probably pretty strong. Does that mean that he Garoppolo will end up with the Browns? No, but it's a it's a pretty strong indication. I take more uh, more out of this tweet than the report from La Comforna that the Browns were really interested in him because the Browns were really interested in freaking every quarterback at this point in time. So just wanted to make sure we're really clear about who's the source of the tweet and what the tweet actually said. Uh, so again, Benjamin Albright covers NFL, primarily located in Denver, uh, has broken a number of stories. Uh, that he should be given credit for isn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Again, if you're going to follow him on Twitter, that's at Albright, A-L-L-B-R-I-G-H-T, NFL. Uh, you're going to get um, some political leanings, uh, some of his military experience and thoughts that he takes very passionately, and then obviously a lot of NFL kind of stuff. And so, uh, so let's. So now we're going to move on from that. So looking at the report and what that means is. It means as the Browns are going through their process, maybe they're not there totally yet, but they've already had conversations with the Patriots, uh, have an idea of what a trade might cost. Probably have already had some unofficial conversation with an agent about what a contract might cost or are willing to um, franchise tag Jimmy Garoppolo, kind of like the Kirk Cousins deals uh, have been over the last couple of years after he kind of proves himself uh, to make sure they hold on to him. But they have some understanding there. And based on all the information they have right now, Jimmy Garoppolo may be on the top of kind of what their wish list is for the most important position. Now, whether that means Jimmy Garoppolo, they think, is going to be the best quarterback, whether that means that Jimmy Garoppolo, because he's been in the league for a little bit while, a little while, um, they will have a quarterback who's already kind of ready, has seen NFL defenses at least for a couple games, um, or do they really think he just is the best quarterback? Don't know. We don't have any way of knowing that. But what it says is that the Browns are going to be aggressive about playing to win if they sign Jimmy Garoppolo. Here's the thing about trade signing and or, sorry trading and signing for a veteran quarterback or a young veteran quarterback. Hugh Jackson and Sashi Brown will be attaching themselves to Jimmy Garoppolo. And they'll be attaching themselves probably to a year or two at max to show development. They'll also be getting rid of some assets. We'll talk about that in a second. That could be used to build up different parts of the team. So why is that different? It's different because a rookie quarterback, whether drafted number one, number 12, 33, 52, gives them three more years probably, if we're being really fair. And they have more assets to, to, to build around that quarterback. See, there's really two types of starting quarterbacks in the NFL. There's a type of quarterback that um, just kind of lifts his team. Tom Brady is a great example of that. He may not have the best talent around him. He lifts his team. Aaron Rodgers is an example of that. Drew Brees has been an example of that. And then there are types of quarterbacks who I would say Kirk Cousins is an example. Alex Smith is an example. There are some others uh, where you have to surround that quarterback 
with a ton of talent for him to be successful. And so, in other words, you need a lot of weapons for that quarterback to look good. Now, there are the, there's a third level of quarterback who wouldn't look good even when they have a ton of weapons. So we're not assuming that just because a quarterback, again, Alex Smith, Kirk Cousins, a variety of other quarterbacks need a lot of weapons. Ryan Tannehill would be an example of that. Just because they need a lot of weapons doesn't mean they're not a good quarterback. It just means they don't lift the rest of the team. So the question with Jimmy Garoppolo is, which quarterback will he be? And if he's the type that needs more weapons around him, is whatever the Browns have to trade to get him going to limit their ability to surround him with weapons? Or will they shortcut the development of some of their weapons to try to get the get players on pace with Jimmy Garoppolo as opposed to a rookie quarterback who over time can develop and during that time they can continue to develop weapons, an offensive line, a running game, tight ends, wide receivers, whoever around that quarterback or a dominant defense. So when we talk about weapons, there's a quarter, there are a lot of quarterbacks who, if they have a dominant defense, again, Alex Smith's a great example, uh, that they can do amazing things because they have this dominant defense. I would say Tom Brady benefits from that in New England right now. He doesn't really have the weapons. Gronk's out, uh, Chris Hogan, whatever. He's got some small running backs, and he's got LeGarrette Blunt, um, Julian Edelman. He's very good. But again, he's not surrounded by a ton of talent, and they keep kind of rotating that offensive line around. And so he's benefited from this great defense. If the Browns went in the direction of Jimmy Garoppolo, they're going to give away some assets, and they're going to need to be good pretty quickly for Hugh Jackson and Sashi Brown to make it. So that just tells us that process has been sped up. Does that mean they're short-circuiting the process if they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? No, because you're still talking about a young quarterback. Uh, They're not going to have to give up a ton. Again, we're about to talk about that. But they're still going to have to give up some, and they have a ton of cap space, so signing him to some kind of crazy extension, 15 to $20 million, which every quarterback is going to get at this point in time, won't really hinder them down the road the way that the Brock Osweiler contract did in Houston. On the other hand, Brock Osweiler is the big, shining, flashing warning sign. I wouldn't say anybody really was as high on Brock Osweiler as they were on Jimmy Garoppolo coming out, but Brock Osweiler didn't look great, looked okay. Uh, in Denver, got this huge contract, is now is kind of an albatross. Can the Texans decide to take another shot at a quarterback in the first round after paying him all of that? They can't cut him this year. So will the Browns find themselves in that kind of situation with Garoppolo? But again, for the organization, if they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, that just means they've sped up the process and they've given themselves less of a leash, both in time and in assets. Now that we talk about assets, Let's talk about what kind of trade it might take to get Jimmy Garoppolo. In the end, I expect that trade to be a very creative trade. I expect that to be um, some kind of we give you this, you give us that, and Jimmy Garoppolo kind of thing. And so an example, just an example would be we trade number 12 and our third round pick or our fourth round pick, and they give us Jimmy Garoppolo and their second round pick or whatever variety that that can take. But I think from an assets perspective, Brown fans, it might be really helpful to start to prepare for something like the number 12 pick or something like both second rounders or more palatable would be a second rounder this year and a second rounder next year because we still have that extra second rounder from our Philadelphia trade from last year. 
But something of that nature could be really, really helpful just to, just to kind of wrap our heads around what it might cost to acquire Jimmy Garoppolo. So again, that means instead of Miles Garrett and possibly Jamal Adams, Malik Hooker, Solomon Thomas, O.J. Howard, whoever else you had slotted in to number 12, you're talking about Miles Garrett and then the 33 pick. Or you're talking about Miles Garrett and whoever at number 12, but not one or both of those second round picks. So again, depends on what they're looking at. But from an assets perspective, New England isn't shouldn't be in a great hurry to move on from Garoppolo. Tom Brady's going to be 40 years old, uh, could be injured or could decline quickly. Jacoby Brissett uh, was a rookie this year. Next year will be his second year, whether he's ready to step in and again, carry the team. Because Tom Brady currently carries the offense, he doesn't have the weapons around him. I expect New England to be very aggressive in finding offensive weapons for, again, whoever their next quarterback is, whether that's Brissett, Garoppolo, however they're looking at that, so that they know that they're not going to find another Tom Brady. That's just somewhat unrealistic who can really carry and elevate the rest of his teammates. So for the Patriots... They've got Jimmy Garoppolo for another year in his rookie contract. They have the option to franchise tag him after this year. They're not just looking to dump him. The worst case scenario for them is they lose him in free agency and they get a third round compensatory pick next year. But again, will they just dump him? No. And so you're at least looking at some kind of second round pick plus, most likely. Whatever that plus is will be really, really interesting. Again, if that's number 33 pick, well, the reality is that they don't uh, trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. One of the first three or four picks was most likely used on a quarterback anyways. It's the what else that really kind of starts to play the role. Is it the 12th pick? Is that it? What else do the Browns get then? There's a lot there. And so I think from an assets perspective, right now we're all just guessing. We're going to be really clear. We can all say, I assign this value to Jimmy Garoppolo. I wouldn't give up more than the 33rd pick or the 52nd pick. I have a lot of people on Twitter who are telling me, well, why after sitting for a couple seasons has his value increased by blank amount of picks? doesn't matter. Value comes down to what will somebody pay and what will somebody accept? And if the Browns are willing to pay number 12 and that's what it takes to get him from New England, then that's what it takes. And that's what the Browns will do if Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy. So we've talked about the actual rumor. We've talked a little bit about uh, the assets connected to it, talked about how it impacts kind of the time frame for Hugh Jackson and the Browns building process. Now let's just talk about the possible move. Again, you've heard this from me before when we talked about Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, a couple of days ago, I talked about Jimmy Garoppolo versus Kirk Cousins as kind of rumors. For me, always be worried when a team is willing to give up on a quarterback. Always. There are a few exceptions to the rule that backup quarterbacks traded succeed long-term. There are just few exceptions to that rule, and I'm going to break some of those down and break down some of those trades on the Orange and Brown Report here later today. There's just few exceptions to that rule, and so I have to be worried when a team is willing to give up on a quarterback. Again, it's figuring out the reasons behind it that are important. With Kirk Cousins, if Washington is willing to give him up, it's because they don't want to pay him the money, so you might want to be a little worried. In With Tyrod Taylor, if Buffalo is willing to give him up, it's because he's injury prone and they're going to restart. And maybe less about the injury prone and more that they're about to restart. And he has this big contract, so maybe that makes sense and makes you a little less worried. For New England, 
It's Tom Brady is 40 years old, but wants to play three or four more seasons. And Jacoby Brissett is their backup. And they believe a little bit in him after taking him in the third round. Does that give you solace, Browns fans, in the idea of giving up whatever the assets are? Again, start to think about the number 12 pick as a possible option, just so you're not disappointed when it's the 33rd pick and next year's second round pick. But does that give you solace thinking of New England's just willing to give him up because a 40-year-old man still wants to play for a few more seasons and this third round pick might be okay at some point in time? Does that make it worth both the assets that they'll have to give up to trade as well as the contract the Browns are going to give up? I don't think it's there, but the reality is the Browns have to be able to win. I talked a little bit about Hugh Jackson based on the rest of the NFL uh, head coaches and the fact that two really terrible seasons hasn't doesn't really exist. Those people are not head coaches in this league anymore. They're just not based on history. Current 32, well, 31 head coaches there's no history of a, of a coach having two terrible seasons back-to-back and still being a head coach in the NFL right now. It just hasn't existed. So the Browns are, want to win. In the end, if the Browns trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, here's a statement you're going to hear from me pretty regularly. You've already seen it on Twitter. If they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo and he's good, it doesn't matter what they gave up because they got their quarterback. If they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo and he's bad, it doesn't matter what they gave up. Because they've given it up, they have to restart again with a new head coach, probably a new front office, so it doesn't matter how much they gave up, because everything will change all over again. So again, if the Browns make the move, based on Ben Albright's tweet uh, and his sources from yesterday, um, it'll, it impacts the time frame of Hugh Jackson and Sashi Brown. It, it will cost us assets. It'll affect how we make decisions when it comes to the draft and free agency. And in the end, I don't know if it's the right move, but I know in the end, Browns fans will buy it. We will figure out a way to buy into it until it doesn't work or if it doesn't work. But for now, it's just a rumor. It's just a report, but it's a report based on some solid, well, at least a solid person reporting it. So maybe we need to start getting ready, Browns fans, for the Jimmy Garoppolo era in Cleveland. What do you think? Get a hold of me on Twitter at Jared K. Mueller. That's J-A-R-E-D-K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. If the Browns make this move, what does it say about the team? And do you believe during this silly season that this report could be true? Thanks for stopping by this Locked On Browns podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And go Browns!